0: Hello everyone, and welcome to ADD news quick intro. My name is Rufus and this is my co-host Marcos. Hey everyone.
1: I'll just give everyone a quick idea of how this podcast is going to work. For those of you who don't know, or are just joining us, we've both been collecting stories for the last week and neither of us knows what the other is going to talk about today. And so we'll be alternating
0: between stories and responding in kind. This week I did a deep dive on ice and all the going on's there. So I'll go ahead and take it away from here. So today we're talking about ICE and, and there's just so much cause this organization started in 2003, Lurie Rife and I 11 that following. I want to say that following year, it popped up as a response to not 11 In fact, and it's just so much, I really wanted to get into a few of the bigger stories and not really just list out all their atrocities. Cause either, you know, ICE committing horrible acts or you are willfully ignorant of it. It's been in the news too often, limited kids in cages is on every social media site every other day with either people ping against it or for it for some reason, whatever, this is a weirdly divisive issue is kids in cages or how nice the cage is for that matter. So let's look into like how as a whole, like from its creation to everyone who currently runs it or participates in it, ICE is corrupt and an immoral agency. I'm starting with '09. 9 There was a person who works for ICE named Katrina S. Kane, and she was over a facility in New Mexico, I believe it was, or Arizona. I somehow didn't write that down and they're basically in the same state anyways. And what happened was a study was done over her facility. She specifically ran a women primary facility and they studied 300 women over the course of a year. And in that course, they discovered that, surprise. They were not c- uh, properly caring for these women who the were denied medical care when requested or given in inconclusive results, or basically denied care period, which resulted in many of them developing ovarian cysts, which had to be removed through surgery or even suffering other miscarriages. The response to this was of course, well, they didn't do a good study. It was too specific. You didn't look at enough women. We don't believe you because we take our allegations very seriously. And that was pretty much it, but this wasn't even Kane's first issue or instance, improper medical care of their prisoners Mm -hmm. two or three years previous in 2006 at the Eloy facility, the same woman though at a lower position was involved in ice covering up the number of deaths that happened in their facility. Uh, They were not reporting people who died there to their updates Jesus. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't even just her, it was her. And then her person who has, well, it was her new job, no nine, her superior. They were emailing each other before the guy was even dead. A man named Felix Rodriguez Torres was dying of testicular cancer. And before his even pulled the plug, they were discussing his death and basically how they can go about taking care of it, essentially. And the worst part is Felix had been in their care for over two months and they never had just diagnosed him for cancer. And cancers, it, cancer can and will sneak up on you, but when you're dying of it, usually you notice and, and a hospital would tell you, you have cancer. So to go two months before you were literally in your deathbed without them ever taking notice is egregious, at least. Not to mention they clearly knew or knew something was wrong, that they were at fault, but they tried to cover it up and I bring up them specifically because Kane is still. Uh, in Operation Ice, these two instances within years of each other didn't end her career at all. She's currently, I believe her title is assistant deputy director Thank of, God, uh, air relations. This was as of like September last year. Yeah. She's been promoted. In fact, everyone involved in all these schemes and scenarios have been promoted in this time, just this past a few months or this was this past month. There was the issue at, I believe it was a Louisiana facility where they were, when everything froze over, uh, literally all of the South froze and there was just across the states, they were turning fans on prisoners who were complaining about the cold or throw their blankets away. You and I talked about this actually at one point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In the news article that I saw that they denied any such thing and said that they were within ra- the appropriate range Temperature, but then the article also mentioned that they've always denied any allegation of abuse, even when
0: proven. <laughs> so uh, they actually use a very similar phrase. I quoted it as we take allegations of misconduct very seriously. And then the second one they added most recently, they even added they put a little addendum on there when reported. Oh, they, we, they, <laughs> wow. They were very specific. No, no, no. We care a lot about getting caught doing these things. Okay. Not the fact that what we're doing is immoral or crime against humanity. We just don't like being caught and you
1: rubbing in our faces. Yeah, we really dislike the public perception, even though it's not cost us anything really as an agency. We don't like it. Would you say main thing?
0: <laughs> yeah. And and then also this past year, because last year was just a show of events. We also everyone was told about and then almost immediately forgot. The mass history. I was going to ask you, did they stop Ice supporting
1: victim. the women who were key witnesses and, and victims in those cases? Did get into
0: that actually for everyone who hasn't uh, heard of the story, because again, it was in the news cycle for a week or two and it kind of dipped out because it was the election season still. Last year, some 57 women had come forward and allegations were brought against, uh, I forgot his last name or first name, but Dr. Eamon who was a gynecologist that the ice facility was sending patients to, where they discovered that he was given hysterectomies and other different treatments without necessity, or even without the patients knowing this was happening. Women were not given just hysterectomies. They were given surgeries for ovarian cysts they may or may not have had. A lot of them were given the hysterectomy were not told what the procedure was or how serious it was before being sent away. And there were reports of women who were told they were getting shots for vaccinations or something, but would find out on accident, almost later on, the Russian given a very serious, uh, hormone or birth, birth control that has significant side effects. Again, without them being told or being made aware of the situation. Especially cause a lot of the consent documents,
1: if I remember correctly, were in English and there was no translator for them. And they were just told that they needed to consent to the, the surgeries. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's countless issues of misconduct going on between my facility and the doctor himself, ice of course, immediately quit sending patients to him, but that was pretty much all they did on their end to stop these kinds of acts. Mass sterilization is also a-, a unique trait of like precursor genocide. Well, maybe this is even America's first foray into this. I forgot what the time period was, but this, they did this against state of Americans as well. I would to say that in the past century, not even like 1800 civil war era. In the past century, they were sending hospitals and stuff, and, uh, sending indigenous patients to them and then uh, doing the same exact thing where they were sterilizing population as a way of controlling them and then denying they ever did it, of course, but it, it's happened in America within recent memory. People alive today had to go through this exact same scenario. And I don't get how we keep allowing it. Why well, I, I understand how and why. I just don't know why we, it's allowed to keep happening.
1: Why there's not a
0: more severe punishment for when it's discovered. Right. So Dr. Amen has of course denied this is ever accurate. I and mean, he's currently being sued, but that's all that's currently happened. Uh, there was a CNN brief overview of the day's news essentially. And the last I saw was he's essentially they're in like pre-trial scenario still. But in response. ICE has uh, deported nine of the women who were witnesses to this and who were afflicted by it in this doctor. And we're in the, literally in the process of deporting three more within hours. They would have been sent out of the country when their legal teams came in and stopped them from doing so. Like, they were just going to start deporting people. Now, all these witnesses to a crime, knock them out of here. Yeah, weren't there, uh, uh, which is
1: like several injunctions to prevent that. Cause I remember that being in the news cycle briefly a few weeks later was that they had to like forcibly, like the federal government, like other branches of the federal government had to forcibly come in and tell them to stop deporting key witnesses
0: in this. Which this scenario has in fact stopped, but hasn't stopped in general. I think we about it before, but just a few weeks ago when Biden became president, he signed an order pausing all deportations. And within a week, they had deported a woman who had written the El Paso shooter and was part of his case, a major case of domestic terrorists, essentially, who only came forward despite being an illegal immigrant because she wanted to see him go to trial and they deported her anyways, <laughs> despite the executive order to not do so. They started again rushing deportations of their own accord after the order to stop doing them, didn't they? Yep, they certainly did. And again, this is just ICE doing what they do, neglecting, just really following the rules they feel like following against direct orders from the rest of the government. Yep. 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 And because of their frequency and just aggressive, aggressive tactics on transferring inmates, I don't even know without like calling them that prisoners transferring and there's a general. Inefficiency of keeping track of the people that are taken care of, quote unquote, it's highly suspected that much of the 57 women who have come forward have been affected by this doctor and his, his horrible practices. Cause again, the nine, the ones we know about were deported without anyone to be able to stop them. Who knows how many he's committed these acts on and has just grossly mistreated who they then just kicked out of the country, which is horrifying to think about that this dude is allowed to essentially, he's walking free right now, to my knowledge. God, I mean, ICE couldn't keep track of what some 1500 kids this past year or so as well. They're not necessarily lost, but they don't know where they are. I mean, the speculation is that they were trafficked by ICE, is it not? Uh, Yes. There's a significant belief that has some merit. Well, the organization that's in charge of that is the ORR, I believe they tried to contact their caretakers and just couldn't get a hold of them. Which is really a milk toast explanation for losing fifteen hundred kids. No, no, they're not gone. We just couldn't get a hold of the people in charge of them. Which is my favorite cl- save the kids hashtag because or save the
1: children hashtag because there's these there's these kids that are I mean, who knows what horrors they're currently enduring since the US government misplaced them.
0: Right, well, it's just also because there were some nine thousand kids they had uh placed in these families or homes, and fifteen hundred of them couldn't get a hold of, and that was a huge portion, that's not like oh, three percent of them were just away from the phone and say, by no, no no, fifteen hundred of nine thousand were all just unable to be contacted, which is insane,
1: yeah, especially when you're responsible for like Wards of the federal government. That's not even like wards of the state, like foster kids. Like these are right. wards of the federal government. You should not be mis- misplacing a single one, much less
0: exactly hundred
1: of them. Kids, you have dried away from their parents. Yeah, they're separated from their family, them. and you're very clearly responsible for it at that point.
0: And this is just again, it's heaps and stacks of evidence that ICE is inefficient. It's poorly managed, and it is purposefully malicious against people who were just not born in America. That's the only requirement. We talked a while back about the Moroccan captives in ICE who were told that if they didn't go on the transfer ships, you know, peacefully or willingly, they would be sent and placed in the COVID wards, the isolation wards, and basically purposefully given COVID. Again, Moroccan immigrants, and they're, they're capturing and holding and deporting anyone they possibly can for the simple fact of being not born in America, which is the, the way
1: that they've like, that they've justified this to the public and the way that conservatives have justified it to themselves is by saying that they're all felons somehow, that the only reason they're doing this is because they're felons when that's not the case. It's, it's in many cases,
0: it's just immigration status. Well, and that's also a argument because more evidence of them being corrupt as hell or just intentionally wanting to just pursue non-Americans uh, is back in 2012, Obama put some rules in place. Essentially that was when DACA became a bigger deal, told them they couldn't go for people who were under the DACA rules, basically if you are born in, or if you were raised in America, uh, for if you were the age 18 when you came, here or 16, They couldn't pursue them. And the other thing was they wanted ICE to focus more, um, specifically on Immigrants committing felonious and well, violent not crime. Not quite drug crimes or anything, but like violent crime. And I want to say some, I had the exact number, multiple ICE agents filed a lawsuit against the head of the DHS and the head of ICE because they felt this was an unjust act. They were being restricted. And they specifically said they wanted to be able to do their job with impunity and to suffer zero consequences for their actions.
1: Right. That qualified some, skid against American
0: civilians. Basically, they felt that if they couldn't go and pursue innocent people who just weren't born in America, they're not doing their jobs properly. And that's, that's some <laughs> and I bring this up specifically because this is happening again, this, that, that, that order was uh, repealed i guess by trump and then biden just recently came in office did the same thing that's exactly what they're doing right now is he's halted deportations he's also told them to focus primarily on violent felonies as compared to just people getting misdemeanors and stuff and they're pushing back on that already they've been fighting the deportation from the get-go they've been deporting people no matter what ice as these aren't even like these are not ice directors these aren't the head of ice these this, this is just Agents, people whose job is just go and find immigrants felt this strongly and passionately about a job that requires you being a dick to people for, uh, literally like just try to uh, opt to
1: just try to escape political violence in their own country. Absolutely.
0: People keep forgetting that they, they keep using the word, uh, asylum, like the people seeking asylum and they keep ignoring it. Everyone's just. No, 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 they're all criminals and rapists. No, these are people literally trying to escape. Yeah, the, the lie that people have bought into is that people are
1: falsely claiming asylum so that they can get into the United States and cause harm. But, like, that's, that's such a wildly, like, ha- how many how many people do you really think are going through the process of claiming asylum from countries that we know... Have issues with human rights violations and, and political violence. Like, how many of those people do you really think are coming in to cause harm? Considering there's still been no major attack on U.S. soil, even when during the Obama administration, when these people were
0: not being treated the way they are. Right. It's it's such a wildly ridiculous claim. I don't get how it still has merit. People keep using it. So yeah, that was the majority of the stories I have. There are, of course, literally countless other stories and none of them original. They've been doing the same exact same, same exact tactics and horrific acts since its creation. Most of those I told are stories over 10 years old. With the exception of the historic, of course, which is not a new practice of any kind. We've, we've been doing it ourselves for decades. People have it's been doing it precursor to genocide for all right. Time. It's how you, it's how you start cleansing the race. Essentially, do you want to point out that a lot of this is rooted in racism and there's a disregard for all the others. Yeah.
1: you know. Don't mass sterilize anybody. If it's not like a race
0: issue to you,
1: that's like mass sterilization is such like, it's such a
0: race-based like concept. I've not heard of any like Swedes or anything being kept in ice encampments.
1: Right. Or like just anyone, like, like, even if you're being, even if they, even if we were mistreating other races, you don't see intentional
0: and direct mass sterilization of anybody
1: else, unless it's a race.
0: Yeah, I do want to make it a point that everyone understands ICE isn't just, oh, we're going after criminals. no, 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 they're going after the others, the, the. The brown folk mostly.
1: Yeah, their, their crime, crime
0: is being brown and in this country. Exactly. And the large part of that is that not only is it easier for them to isolate them, it's also profitable. So the Eloy facility I mentioned earlier was the one that Kane was in, it was in 06, they hid the, the dead man, basically the guy dying of cancer. They did decide not to, to diagnose it was an Eloy and Eloy. And some twenty plus other ICE facilities are all operated by at the what was at the time called it was CCA, and it's oh Corrections Corporation of America, and they operate for-profit prisons basically. CCA has rebranded since then because, of course, they have to Core Civic, which is a much, I guess, safer correction title for scum of the earth. Cruelly, they operate 21 different immigration facilities and they have like some 77 total for-profit prisons, which is just horrific. I hate um, that that is a thing. Cause this is just one corporation. The facility with where they were basically abusing prisoners for being cold. Cause it was cold. was owned by LaSalle, a, a different, but also horrific for-profit prison corporation. These, uh, these kinds of places had a, uh, history, a dense, dense history of just being to everyone who they, they populate their prisons and the while that they, I know 2016, I believe it was CCA lost some $48 million in out of court settlements for mistreatment allegations. And one of the directors was on record saying that it doesn't really bother them because no matter how many some those they give or hurt their bottom line. Cause these are literally billion dollar facilities. <laughs> Hooray
1: speaking of quick side note I read that today actually so was about to clock out of work that the new children facilities that Biden has. Yeah. Are up from two hundred and something dollars per kit per night to seven hundred and something dollars per kid per night. To 700 and something dollars per kid per night. So this seems like it was just a uh, financial. It like I don't know some sort of weird financial looking package. Up. Well, yeah, I mean obviously someone's making money, but it feels like his whole intent behind it now, especially with how not great they look. Considering it's like a, it's like a trailer park looking thing, but with like barred windows, and it, the price goes up from two hundred to seven hundred per kid per night. Oh yeah. And that's they that plan. They got keeping it, keeping the kids for 30 days, even though the courts have already said 20 day maximum.
0: Oh, not at all surprising. Yeah. Uh, so the information I saw for CCA for like 2016, 2018 was that their average profit for a per prisoner was, the profit was what they specified. It was like three grand a day for each one of them. And some of the worst parts about this isn't just that this is a thing that exists. It's not like necessity bred for prisons. It's that they exist and they like existing. I know a lot of the contracts that they had at the time have like prisoner minimums, not not like maximums like, oh, don't give us too much. That's, you know, immoral and dangerous for uh, risk for the prisoners themselves and our guards, which makes sense. You can't, you know, keep two people in a limited amount of space. No, no minimums and if they don't reach those minimums, as in it's, you are incentivized to keep prisons full of people. The state or whoever is funding the Fort Harper prison receives a penalty. In fact. Oh, that's disgusting. And it's even like it's a low number. Take a wild guess of what on this is, this was for Eloy facility. Take a guess at what their minimum was in 2016. what was the acquired minimum? Can I know how many beds the facility had? No. Oh, I, just, I don't know how that information. Oh uh, yeah,
1: because it'd be easier to make a guess <laughs> bit
0: if I have an idea of what the capacity and the a percentage, a percentage. Oh, percentage of the twenty, the required minimum for their prisons was ninety-six percent. Excuse me, ninety-six. What? Yeah. Th- well, white.
1: Well, wh- the f- why did they, Why do they exist? Wait, ninety-six
0: wh- percent. Literally- Jesus, contracted right. minimum amount. If you go to core savings website today, it's going to be full of information. Like, oh, we're a rehabilitation facility. Our goal is to reduce recidivism and to make sure that they go on to fuller happier lives. Yeah. That's exactly. what state prisons say too. When everyone knows the exact opposite is true. They want to keep prisoners there as long as possible. I want to get them right back in as soon as they can. Right. Like,
1: especially with the, I mean, you, you, you already have like that history with the kids for cash scandal. Right. Once that happens once, it reveals the glaring and obviously recurring problem with the for-profit correctional system. And like, that's just one guy that was caught, but there's obviously gotta be more secretive ways for them to get around doing the exact same thing, especially cause that judge in particular was just kicking minority kids their way left and right for anything. Cause he was getting paid for the longer sentences. The kids for cash scandal. Oh yeah. So he was giving them as harsh a sentence as possible. And particularly when they were minorities. So they had like a court appointed lawyer.
0: Yep. Let me add a similar thing. Who's our VP? Kamala Harris doing something similar. Or she was purposely holding people in prison longer than their terms were to essentially have free late or slave late. Oh yeah. Because Kamala wanted wanted to keep having the cal fire
1: volunteers so she didn't want to let that many people off early
0: even though the court had ordered her to america so yeah every aspect of these kinds of operations uh, specifically ice but of course the entire presidential complex is a service to evil essentially their goals have never been to make america actually better their goals have never been to rehabilitate people they don't actually care about legal immigrants. Cause that's what a lot of them will do. Uh, a lot of the, the, the lawsuit I mentioned because 2012 12 was picked up by a group called numbers, USA, or something is number something. And their whole organization's goal is to decrease illegal immigration and to deport as many as possible. But if you go to their main website, they actually have on the very bottom. Please don't bash minorities thing, or basically they say, well, for some reason, there's a big overlap and wanting to reduce illegal immigration and racism. We do not support racism. Why do you think that is though friend? Yeah. Why do you think people are so anti-immigrant who, when there's been pretty much no study ever that supports the claim that illegal immigration is bad for America? Right. Um, no the old they, uh,
1: incidents that are as like, and in many cases are just as worthy as the disproven welfare queen fit. Conservatives make up these boogeymen in their head and that justify terrible
0: worldview. It's especially odd. It's not like immigrants who come to America who then become Americans who nationalize are even against the policies. Even it's such a weird thing. I know there's always a huge proportion of. Latino Americans who do in fact vote Republican because Catholicism. Yeah.
1: My grandma, she was a staunch Trump supporter and she is a legal immigrant. And I, it, it just blows my mind.
0: Absolutely astounding. Yeah. The right will make claims like, no, no, we're all fine with legal immigration. While at the same time making it do their... Make it much more difficult. So it's extremely costly and time and consuming. takes years. Yeah. And if you do come here as an asylum seeker, they lock you up anyways, until your case can be uh, brought forward, making it even more difficult. So yes, people try to come here illegally because that's the only option. They are, they are trying to flee an oppressive environment. I've mentioned it before I've, I've been looking on to Salvador history because I've not actually ever really done a lot of research into it. I'm not super close to my Salvadoran family. Horrifying. Their entire history is horrifying. Every bit of it. And a lot of it is similar. The government in the early uh, 20th century went about slaughtering primarily indigenous population. In fact, if you looked indigenous, if you dressed that way, if they thought you were, they killed you. Cause there was a minor indigenous uprising where they tried to overthrow the oppressive government. And then again, in the eighties, the government went through anyone because the communist party, of course, tried rising up a little bit. And America backed the suburb government to shut them down and try to kill everybody, which is why my dad and his brother came to America. In fact, they were fleeing that oppression. And yet, if you ask my uncle today what he thinks about immigration. He will say, build that wall. Oh my God. Yeah. The mother immigrants, his mother helped people flee the oppressive nature of the Salvadoran government, which was backed by America, of course. Reagan pumped a billion plus dollars a year into 80 80, BDS El Salvador to make sure they couldn't have a more equal society. Why was I on this tangent discussing, oh, the rights idea that no, they're, they're okay with the good Brown people or the legal Brown people, we just don't want those criminals who are only criminal
1: because they did not spend thousands of dollars and 20 years of their life
0: getting in. Well, and yeah. And then this also leads to the fact that some studies showing there's a huge correlation between poverty and criminal acts and she, I wonder why that is. And this is vicious cycle of, oh, you're gonna condemn people for being immigrants. Well, they're gonna have fewer options in society to have an honest living. They're gonna turn to crime because
1: yeah, (laughs) it's more profitable. Yeah. The same thing happens in, you see that with drug stuff all the time. People can't get jobs and can't get anything because of like the situation they've been thrust in by the government. So then they turn to selling drugs because it's an easy way to make lucrative amounts of money.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, vicious cycle created by our oppressors and it's obscenely cause I want to keep repeating this. It's nothing new. This is not a new environment or scenario. I feel like we've been complaining about this for over 10 years now because it's actually been 18 years again, ice was created in 2003. Yes, it was created under a Bush regime, but between 2010 and 2011 or 2008 and 11, one of those, during Obama's presidency, our uh, deportations actually shot up 89% while he was president. 89% increase in deportations. Yeah, it did dip down a little bit towards the end, but it's just jumped right back up. I just it's astounding to me. It, it really is astounding how much Effort our government puts into just being a dick. $6 billion a year budget for ICE. They have 8,000 agents, something like that. I did see, I believe it was recently, that Biden is looking at, or someone in the administration is looking at getting rid of the department and ICE that actually goes and enforces arrests and deportations. And uh, they will only uh, operate or the observing side, whatever. No, no, they're actually all looking at only operating, at least under ICE jurisdiction, the um, observational aspects, basically the uh, investigations. So the people looking for immigrants, essentially, that wouldn't have the executive branch, I guess, that were basically the people who are crudging numbers or like looking into immigration crimes. But they would have it their own like police force to go and make arrests. That's a militarized police force, yeah. Oh yeah. And that disregards state and local laws. Add the federal mandate. And federal mandates. It's funny, a few weeks back, I was telling my boss about it. I was like, Yeah, like you know how like California banned ICE operations in parts of their state and they just went and did it anyways. And he was like, Well yeah, it's because ICE is a federal a federal agency. It's like, yeah, like that time Biden banned deportations himself, and he's the president. They did it anyways. Oh yeah, well, I guess, I guess that's different then. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, buddy. <laughs> Piece of. That's also a pretty thing to
1: say, considering like states have been able to legalize marijuana against federal, and like the federal government has maintained through two presidencies now into its third the policy of not having the federal government go in and with. Marijuana stuff in states where it's legal, even though they absolutely right. can send in DEA to go with anybody with marijuana, like anywhere right. in the states that it's legalized, because it's still a Schedule One substance for for some reason. For whatever reason, the I uh, yeah, I think LSD and marijuana are the only Schedule One substances. Something like that. Most other substances are Schedule Two, so it's not as violently enforced. And to be schedule one, you have to have no medical properties or whatever. And so it's just yeah, it's insane that they keep marijuana out of schedule one, even though there's obviously evidence when doctors are in the states that have legalized it are prescribing it. And even if it's not the medical properties that you want, like I mean, that's how Adderall and Amphetamine is a Schedule 2, because while it has the propensity for addiction and abuse. It still has medical value. Yeah. Yeah. But marijuana, they still decided no on that
0: so far. It's also really weird that ISIS created as a response to nine 11, but it is absolutely not focused on. Terrorism of terrorism. any kind. Yeah.
1: That's what the NSA's job was. Yeah. Weird. Oh, and weird how the NSA ended up using all of its authority to spy on Americans rather
0: than anything else but not actual domestic terrorists, which is predominantly white people. Right. And absolutely insane. To this
1: day, still not domestic terrorists, because all it would take is having a Facebook account to see that they were planning the Capitol riot and they still got blindsided by that one.
0: Right. Yep. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? Oh, literally anybody. Cause, uh, cause they you know, blatantly told everyone it was going to happen. They tweeted about it for days. They posted it on Facebook. Parlor was literally nothing but getting ready to go start a insurrection. Yeah. Had T shirts made about Trump it. was posting about it. Jeez. Trump giving a speech the day up saying we're going to go to the Capitol building and then everyone going to the Capitol building. Yeah, go
1: down there and take back what's yours or whatever it was he said. Yep. Yeah. Or fight your hardest for Like it was just enough to where it was like technically gray, but he didn't, he he didn't (laughs) usually word for word say, go them
0: up inside the building. Oh, oh yeah. If you don't, you have to literally say out loud, the exact thing you have to say to be racist, even talking to my boss again recently, not even recently. It was a few months back about how well, Trump's racist. And he says, how do you know that that that's an unjust allegation? Like. You can't tell Trump's racist, yeah he's he's never said anything directly racist or said the phrase "I am racist oh, wait, my, I, well nobody I, never, nobody says I am racist <laughs> there's
1: skinheads that have never that I have the Swatska tattooed on their body that have ever said I am
0: racist like what a weird <laughs> thing to say <laughs> I want to say is the Dollar up has a two part podcast on Trump and there's the one point they talk about. How, When he was younger, just so down his career, his dad, Fred Christ Trump gave him an apartment complex for building to, uh, manage and run. And, uh, literally at one point they chased out a black family who was applying for an apartment and saying, we don't want you here. Yeah.
1: There were several civil
0: suits (laughs) against
1: the Trumps for, for racial discrimination and their slum lording in the eighties. And his excuse
0: for that, my bosses is that, well, that wasn't him. That was just his management. I was like, you from from Clayton to say, I like, Oh, what about, you know, just you know this past year or so on Trump's website, he, oh, he put out, he's selling baseballs, $88. Like, well, that's just an arbitrary price. It doesn't mean anything. So it has nothing to do with like 1488, <laughs> it had nothing to do with the 14 words in hail Hitler, that that's a very specific number. It could have been. Yeah, any other price possible, and he made it eighty eight. He said, "Oh, he's not, you know, directly in charge of all the prices." And like at a certain point, you you have it's to take responsibility. Up, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not responsible for what he says, and people who follow him, because uh, I think all the wing which literally killed people. People died from taking hydroxychloroquine because he suggested that it was a cure for COVID. Well, they didn't have to listen to all he's, he's just the president. It is so weird. The justification that goes into making sure a president is not responsible for his own actions.
1: Yeah. The, it, the first time in my life I've ever seen a single human being at all at any position of life need every single thing he says, explained, well, what he really meant was, and like every tweet. Everything he said always needed, like, when people would get mad about it, it was always, uh, oh, well, he meant this, or oh, he was joking. Like, like there's some times where some people have needed that <laughs> clarification. Speak out of turn. But when it's every single thing you've said for four straight years, it feels like maybe
0: you mean what you're saying. Islam just his past three years of presidency. He used to run a vlog, and he would basically talk every day Some racist old man garbage. He did, of course, have them taken down. Not before a lot of people saved them. Oh, yeah. Like back in like 08 and 011 or something, he uh, was talking about how we should go and give humanitarian aid and help liberate Libya. And as compensation, which is not how aid works, we'll take their oil. Just saying it out loud. Well, (laughs) that's not at all how aid works.
1: Either you give aid or you don't. There's no compensation. What the f-
0: yeah, I'm going to make a donation a, here. If you give me your money. I'm just, yeah,
1: giving my offering to the church. And as compensation, I want this pew to
0: myself. I'm taking it home. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty much all I have at least typed out and written out for the, for the ice shenanigans. But... Again, just want to reiterate the whole point is that there's nothing new happening. This is not a brand new circumstance. This is historically over what history we have with them. Cause again, they are a pretty relatively new organization and it would be not at all difficult to get rid of them that has from its inception done nothing but oppress and criminalize people for just being born somewhere else. Do you
1: have anything to do? I do. Not a ton, but I have a couple of things that I've saved over the last day and a half or so. So the first one, and while it's not been discussed yet in any of our recording, I know we've talked about the Pinkerton with Amazon, and this isn't that specifically, but apparently McDonald's also carries secret intel from their team of spies on fight for 15 workers and has for years flagged the employees internally their paperwork or their files or whatever of people who've been identified as fight for 15 campaigners yeah and i just like don't understand how you could be a tens of billions of dollar corporation where you have the money to hire spies to go through all your stores and see who's talking about $15 minimum
0: wages, but you don't have the money to just pay a $15 minimum wage. Right. Well, it's yeah. They'd rather spend more money ensuring future profits than taking basic care of their employees. Baffling. <laughs> Did you see the, uh, I think it was the New York city drone dog. They're
1: putting out? Oh yeah. That was that was something I didn't save and would have forgotten if you hadn't talked about that. Yeah, we're at the point of the dystopian society where I saw that there's already videos showing how to disable the drone dog if you or someone you know is being brutalized by it. Right. Is a massive leap in the dystopian society that we're in. Uh (laughs) because I would have expected at least Like robots with racial profiling that just like, you know, alerted people every time it's not black people. (laughs) I don't know. Like something before being a dog that brutalizes minority communities because that's where they're being sent out is in. Yeah, I saw AOC tweeted about it that if they, if they'd spent that amount of money on school and, and just regular inner city infrastructure for the communities that they're sending those dogs out into that we wouldn't need the dogs.
0: Exactly. And it's, and this is again, nothing new whatsoever. I think in this same past week, I think Forbes put out the article initially, but the air force has gone out and said that the F 35, wherever they're spinning. Yeah. That 1.5 trillion dollar aircraft trillions of dollars on is never.
1: It's just, it's, yeah, it broke, which like one, anything that has the price tag of 1.5 trillion dollars, like, how you get that to not work, like, how it doesn't work. Like, it should... I, I What was I? don't know what their definition is for working, but if it's that it's not a good aircraft, like, we've known how to design <laughs> aircrafts for... What, since... <laughs> how, when were the Wright brothers flying?
0: I've used them for military purposes since World and, War I.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm just <laughs> saying that, like, we have... a Fair idea of how both aircraft and stealth aircraft should be designed how do you f*** up a 1.5 trillion dollar and how does an aircraft cost 1.5 trillion dollars when that's not even the cost it, or the, the price it takes to get to the moon <laughs> like you can literally build a spaceship and get to the moon for less money than a failed stealth aircraft what uh, how, how did you f*** that up also they better have just like massage chairs and just be the most like comfortable fly. Like, cause for 1.5 trillion dollars, what kind of luxury items are you equipping that thing with?
0: I honestly couldn't even tell you. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of this goes down to just lobbyists making sure that the government's kept paying for it. I know I've suggested you watch veep at one point. Yeah. I've not gotten to uh, it yet. It's on my list. There's literally a bit where the vice president character is trying to cut down the military budget sound and the military comes and tells her, Oh, well if you disband this program that creates these like Cold War era nuclear subs, that'll save you like five and six billion dollars. We don't even need them anymore. They've been outdated for decades. Uh she goes, sure, she does that. As immediately uh confronted by Congressman saying, Well if you do this It's going to cost like this, these states, 3000 different jobs. So you have to keep them in, keep making them anyways. And that's what they do. They just keep on making these outdated machines because to do otherwise would alienate certain workers and
1: you can't just find a better job for those workers anywhere else who know how to build nuclear submarines.
0: Right. And well, I'm sure a solid portion of it is also lobbyists from those military companies who want to keep making it.
1: Yeah. Cause that you don't have to innovate. You don't have to come up with something new to attract a government
0: contract. You've already got a government contract. Why give it up? No. Yeah, Yeah. Government has always had the money and ability to help people. It's just not profitable enough for them.
1: Uh, speaking of that, that's like when Biden signed the executive order to put us back in the Paris climate agreement and Ted Cruz decided that he was going to say the intentionally idiotic thing that he cares more about the people of Paris than the people of Pittsburgh. And one deep down in his heart, he knows that it's called the Paris climate accord because that's where the thing was signed and not because it has anything to do with Paris or the people there. War crimes only exist in Geneva. Yeah. The only, yeah, the only thing... Geneva, Switzerland is where all of the war crimes are. We're really concerned with the war crimes in Geneva, Switzerland. Uh, That's that's what that convention's about. But the... Oh, what was I just saying? The Paris... Something about the... Oh, yeah. So the whole thing with the... He cares more about Paris than Pittsburgh is that with green energy coal and oil workers are to lose their job, but that's so like, that's such a weird hill to die on when we all know that those are
0: finite resources. It's also antithetical to like the capitalist prayer, which is that it breeds innovation. How are you going to innovate and create a better society if you're always focused on the one thing? Yeah. Not making it better. Oh, well. While we just get rid of cars, then because it's really hurting our train engine locomotive people, lying know to the gold. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's
1: like mind blowing because, like, and they're like, oh, don't you care about them and their jobs? I'm like, I mean, in the way that I care about anybody not being like homeless or anything, but like, that's also something that I think shouldn't happen
0: in the event that you lose your job. So, well, and it's, they also don't really care about these people. No, absolutely not. It would be easier to to do these things if we had a a stronger safety net, like better unemployment and health care. So then we wouldn't have to, it wouldn't be detrimental to their life if they lost their job, in other words.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I care about them insofar as I don't think that they should suffer, but I don't care about their job. Like, I feel that they should have another job. I'm sure that they have all kinds of things that they could contribute to society. And if they don't, I don't think they should suffer for it. But the point is we need to move on from that resource nonetheless.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree completely. Yeah,
1: that's, that's that. I had one, one other thing. Oh yeah. Do we want to talk about how all of our stimulus checks were loaded up into a rocket and blasted into Syria? Yes.
0: I, I, I've not heard, I've not liked to do this whole lot. I've been sleeping during most of my. Twitter discourse times. Please get away with it. Okay.
1: So when everybody told Biden that we wanted a $15 minimum wage and some stimmy, one, he backed down on the amount that we were going to get from the immediate stimulus that it's now been over a month that we haven't gotten. And two, he loaded that money right up into some drone missiles because they went from I I don't remember, I'm not sure if we, I don't think we had any Syrian conflict in the last four years. I know that there were several military strikes, but I I can't recall if any were in Syria. Anyway, he decided that we're back in black and Syria is where it's happening. Because he decided that the Iranian-backed militant groups, which had a base there in Syria, needed to not exist anymore. Which, you know, I'm curious to see how this unfolds because the last several times we've been told, um, specifically by the Obama administration, that we had a hard target for striking. I want to say it was even in Syria, ended up being like a children's hospital or something.
0: Yeah, I want to say it was, yeah, actually it was the Syrian children's hospital. And then also Yemen really, they just couldn't stop droning people as much as possible.
1: Uh, So the excuse. The U.S. was retaliating for a rocket attack, or a rocket attack earlier this month that killed one civilian contractor and wounded one U.S. service member and other coalition troops. Which, like, I, I guess, like Israel and the United States really play out of the same book, where some people throw a little rocket one way that does like minimal damage, minimal loss of life. Not to say that that's not a bad thing, but then we both, this, these countries respond with just incredible and unreasonable retaliation yeah. that caused oh, yeah. so much structural damage and so much loss of life. Earth method. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. You killed one contractor at one serviceman. So enjoy the full force of the U.S. military.
0: Which which is. It really is insane and incredibly petty, actually. Considering all the things that Biden has to
1: worry about, like, I'm I'm trying to, I'm skimming now as I'm speaking, so it's a little discordant, but, like, that includes, like, Hezbollah. But, like, wh- when has Hezbollah, when in recent past has Hezbollah really been, like, a serious threat to U.S. sovereignty or U.S. security? Because... Post Hezbollah was was ISIS and we haven't even heard anything from them in a while. And that was the most like quote unquote scary threat, you know? Yeah. Like they're saying that it's it's Hezbollah and then they yeah, just the that that's what the building was. So that's where all our stimmy checks went was to yeah. <laughs> destroy an Iranian backed Syrian base that had Hezbollah troops in it, which just like are we at two thousand five right now? There there will always be money to uh, bombing the f- out of Syria for no
0: reason. <laughs> no reason at all.
1: God, Syria just is just the Jim Belushi of uh, <laughs> receiving foreign conflict from the United States.
0: God, it really is just, just gratuitous. Like American military is just unnecessary. Too far, man. Too far. Why do you exist so much? Why is there so much of you? And why do you cost just shy shot of a trillion dollars a year to American citizens?
1: Nobody's even like questioning your power. Like there's no need to flex it that hard.
0: Everyone knows. Everyone already knows. Don't piss off America. It's the butt of bad comedian jokes. It's, it's every- America is angry and, and
1: like really unstable and doesn't take jokes well. <laughs> so don't make jokes about. Uh, I just love that it took less than a month to just launch an attack on Syria
0: Oh, to get right back to his roots <laughs> yeah was it a was it a on him that set the record for the number of drone strikes in the- like more like i want i like I can't
1: remember I can't even pull out of my ass the number, but it was some ridiculous amount times more than the Bush administration for just just rocket attacks in general, period. Right. That Bush was a warmonger and everybody across the aisle said he was a warmonger and that's, like, widely agreed upon that, like, everything he did was gratuitous and that it was some insane percentage more that Obama dropped drone strikes on.
0: Yeah, and that kind of brings it back to uh, the point that there's not really another side. There is, is another side of the sense that one side is actively and outspokenly wishing to bring violence upon people while the other side just says they're not,
1: but. Right. Well, one side is actively trying to like set us back so far that we end up in another civil war, turn the clock back. And the other side has trying to get back to business as usual, which is just underscoring freedom and making lives as horrible as possible in a low key method. I will say that for all my criticism of Biden, that I'm sure I will have every waking moment of every day for the rest of his administration, at least I don't go to bed in terror of what coked out 3 a.m. tweets he might start another world war with. Because good Lord, did
0: Trump love tweeting at 3 a.m. D.C. time. I think Trump's greatest crime besides his actual crimes is how low he set that bar now.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of like swooping in, like being so toxic, be swooping on a, on a toxic relationship and like free them because you know, the standard's so low that you could get away with just about anything and they'll, they'll forgive you because you're not beating them or something. I don't know.
0: This person is broken inside. They're going to be really dependent and I'm into that.
1: Yeah. That, that is, this is America.
0: (laughs) This this is America. God. That was a real bummer of an episode.
1: Yeah, no. I don't think I have anything
0: fun either.
1: Let's see if I've got anything else that I read about. That's still not fun. Even, even interesting things that aren't politically related, like the other big things in the news are Tiger Woods got in a freak accident and broke both his legs. Oh, um, yeah. no. And uh, Lady Gaga had her dog walker caught and dogs upcocked it. And Jesus. Oh, have you not heard about that? No. I was, uh, yesterday morning, her dog walker for her two purebred French bulldogs was shot and her dogs were stolen. And she's been offering a $500,000 reward to the captors to give them back. And oh. social media is somehow focused on how they think it's of her to uh, offer reward and not care about the dog walker, even though offering the reward indicates nothing about how she's taken for or looked after or cared about her dog walker. Uh, that's just her response to her dogs being gone. You could, you could both be, in fact, you could even be in the hospital alongside with the person who was shot and also then tell the media You're offering a $500,000 reward for the return of your dogs. Like, it's there, it's not. You're not
0: usually exclusive.
1: And I felt really bad for her because that's not even a weird case where, like, a celebrity is doing something to get that attention. It's like, what else do you do? Like, I'm sure that she, I mean, to offer that much money publicly, she's obviously like has great care for her dogs, as I expect most dog owners do. But like what, Yeah. like what else is, what other option do you have other than to like offer money? Cause obviously this was something that happened. Like they're not just stealing random French full shooting someone and stealing random French bulldogs. Right.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: And so, yeah, like, I, I don't know what else you could do. If, like you're desperate yeah, to I, your just companions just, back their
0: expectation of her.
1: I, and I don't know, nobody I, nothing that I've seen in the comments of anywhere has been anything but, like, oh, we care more about the dogs. And I even saw people go as far as to say, like, that $500,000 could, like, give clean water to children in Africa. And I'm like, okay, but, like, really? Like, there's... I, I'm i all for calling out grotesque spending and grotesque amounts of money because of what it could do for people who in need. But, like, being a celebrity who has money... Like, you don't know, like, these people that are commenting don't even know what, like, philanthropic things that Lady Gaga has done, because I I don't either. She very well could have done all kinds of stuff for kids in Africa, where I have not looked into her financial spending, or just, or even how much money she's worth. I have no idea. And and, and if I have no idea, there's no way these guys have any idea that are complaining.
0: And I'm not even, I get, I do believe, eat the rich. But, for the most part, celebrities like Lady Gaga haven't made their Wealth off of the backs of other people for the most part,
1: right? And also, like, their wealth isn't so immense that it's like grotesque. Like, she's not a billionaire, right? Yeah, she's very, very wealthy, and there are people who are suffering. But there are people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, and anyone who manages a hedge fund, yeah, anyone who's broken a billion dollars is more of a target than Lady Gaga, who, like, just wants her dogs back like which is right sympathetic to say the least it's not like she was
0: offering five hundred thousand dollars for like some random stupid yeah uh i want 500k and you provide me some cute doggy photos no no, no.
1: yeah she's asking the people who shot her dog walker and abducted her dogs to return them and is offering them what she can only assume is the ransom they want yeah that
0: story's still not fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> or funny. Oh, okay. I think I did hear about this to a little degree because people in my group chat were joking about Seven Psychobats. And that is a fun movie. Based on the plot of that, is Christopher Walken. Their job is to go around kidnapping dogs from rich people and then ranting mm. them. Back. <laughs> but they eventually decide they like this dog a whole lot. And keep it. <laughs> and a gunfight ensues.
1: Good synopsis. I have a story for you that is a great ending piece. Oh. So, have you heard about Mr. Potato Head? Of course,
0: I, I think you just mean Potato Head.
1: Yes. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Mr. God, what a great story. So, they have changed. Mr. Potato Head to Big, just Potato Head. And that has caused (laughs) so much outrage amongst the people railing against cancel culture, which let me throw in a quick tidbit here. I think that all of the people who are moaning about cancel culture right now just secretly want to be able to use the N-word at work. And that's my theory, and no one's been able to disprove that yet science too yeah just like the whole uh Clark Kent RC together like the the n-word at work and about cancel culture <laughs> in the same room together but I suspect so yeah uh Mr. Potato Head and what's weird about the stories I've not heard anything about Mrs. Potato Head or whether or not that's a that's a thing that's going to continue or whether or not that's even still sold or if that was just a promotional for the Story movie, and then not ever sold again because I remember having a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, which were just two potatoes that you could gender swap the accessories to because they're potatoes, they're just potatoes. And that's my favorite thing about this whole ordeal is that really, with the Mr. and Mrs. existing, and if you have both potatoes after a certain point, you lose track of which one was which. Is is sort of a statement to the fluidity of gender. And the conservatives that are the exact same people who want some weird dude inspecting kids' genitals to be able to go into bathrooms in a high school are the people who insist that this dickless potato that keeps all of its accessories in its a- needs to be a mister. And I just, like, it's astounding to me because, I like, I would have thought that's something that actually would have been, like, just storyless, honestly, like, eh, eh, whatever, like, oh, people are, like, like, a little bit of about companies rebranding, but, like, not to this degree, because I've seen some people say some, like, up transphobic with regard to their insistence that Mr. Potato Head be a mister. And I, the reason that I really bring this story up is that the Hard Times had the best headline I've ever seen. And it has a just graphic, graphic picture as well. And anybody who wants to see it, you should go look up the Hard Times and find this article because I, that I can't do it justice, the picture. Anyway, the headline is conservatives demand Mr. Potato Head retain his giant fainy potato d- and that really says everything that i, that oh, I have god. to say about the topic <laughs> yeah man doesn't have a d-. in fact that <laughs> flip that he that you put his shoes in really looks more like a d- than anything and so mr and mrs are both misses <laughs> if you want to get technical but i can't believe this is a discussion that we're having while syria is under attack
0: my god it's the right's weird obsession with genitalia is at times funny, but most of the time it's honestly kind of horrifying. I think we talked before about, have we talked before about it? who's that guy who wants to put vagina detectors and schools? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that one. I forget who there's some politician who's put forward, tried to put forward law where essentially they're going to test the genitalia of students and to make sure they're not like a transgender, uh, girl trying to participate in like softball or something.
1: Oh, for, for sports.
0: Yeah. I thought you, I thought we were stuck. Cause
1: I said the thing about the bathrooms. I was like, wow, that is more excessive and gratuitous than I ever imagined.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, it wouldn't stop just like the locker room. I'm sure. But essentially, yeah, they. Hey, you don't want people going there and checking your kids, sir. So we're going to pull the kids in order to profess what we believe. To, uh,
1: and this goes back right to the boogeyman that they all invent in their head. Some, like, predator who's also a high school student. I guess. I, like, I, this is goes back all the way to the welfare queen thing where there was, like, people just say <laughs> That sounds horrifying, mm-hmm. but, like, there's not been a single recorded case of the what there has been recorded cases of is Republican politicians molesting kids, Look exposing themselves words. to kids. But there's not ever okay. been a recorded case of a transgender high school student going in and assaulting something. Like they just like, what the f and then to further that, I saw I saw a meme about the whole I, I think it was Texas, actually, that was, or, or at least a, a Southern state like Texas, it said that they were considering a ban on transgender athletes or that you have to basically that you have to compete with your biologically assigned gender. And the Post had a picture of that transgender person who was on the wrestling team. And it was like, oh, yeah, stand up for women's rights. Except for that instance, that picture came from a case that was wildly misunderstood because it was, a biological female who was a transgender male and wanted to compete in men's sports. But they said, no, you've got a vagina, so you've got to compete in female sports. And he dominated in female sports because he's a man. And they wouldn't let him compete in men's sports. They forced him to compete in women's sports. And then when he wrecked shop against his will, they were like, oh, this is a problem. The transgender is wanting to dominate women and all this. And it's not fair. But, like, that's the opposite of what happened. And that's the picture they chose for that article heading.
0: And it's so weird because that's not even really what they mean. They really don't even mean it. They literally are just trying to be oppressive. Performatively, there's, I need to find her name again. Mar- Marjorie? No, um, no, no, not her. though but- no, she also was a piece of sh- Cause the new thing she just did too. Yeah. I related to that story. there's, she's either an Olympic athlete or she's just a track runner or something, a signed female at birth and everything. And she is an astounding athlete, but they're looking at some sports community looking at forcing her to take hormone therapy because she has a slightly unusually, she naturally produces a little more testosterone than standard women, I guess those are in quotes, by the way, produce. And they're looking at forcing her into hormone therapy because she has an unjust advantage. Apparently that it's insane. absolutely insane.
1: The fact that you're uh, testing levels to that degree means sports have gotten too serious. Right. Constant.
0: Like who the f- cares, dude. It's a sport. It's a, yeah, they're games. I actually did see a, a fun response to these things on Twitter today. It was just my take on all this is just, I think it was from D-A Kinzo. Do you want to give credit where it's due? Is that they're just games, and I don't care who plays what. It's weird that we are so specific on who gets to play these games. Actually, maybe don't tie um, school scholarships to them.
1: Yeah, because it's literally yeah. games, dude. What the? F- yeah, it's not even like the games mean anything. Like, there's, there's, you prove nothing. If they meant anything, then like it would be like there there would be more consistency in, like, I don't know, the payout, the reward. But, like, literally, in a lot of cases, like, even at the professional level, it's not like the same team wins every, like, like, Super Bowl, whatever, like, every year. Because it's just mostly just a variant of, like, how the human bodies on that team are functioning that year. And, like, I, yeah, also, they don't mean anything. <laughs> And again, the whole like no. competitive nature of like not wanting someone to cheat, but like that's not cheating.
0: <laughs> that's literally just
1: that's exists. a biological advantage, which is the whole point of sports. That's the whole thing. You win because you have a biological advantage over somebody else, and that's it. You you have a genetic predisposition to be better at that sport. You're not more talented than the other person. you uh, you, you have better genes for that particular activity, and that's. Like, wow, that's insane.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to go and try and sue Usain Bolt because I'm not as good at running as he is, and that's not fair. No, he's just amazing at running.
1: Right, and that's, and that's just a, the thing, and you had, just gonna the gonna thing be, you're bored yeah. with. And yeah, you could train it to be better, and that's how you become the best. But it's not like somebody who is not born with a talent for running can train hard enough. There's no amount of training that a normal person can
0: do to attain that absolutely insane and what it comes down to is is profitability mm. they're they care so much because they make profit off it same with even like with high school sports is because well we're gonna be professional and we're gonna have ncaa games based on these people one day and we can't have a transgender ncaa player at... right because then there's speculation as to whether or not that win counts so yeah one I... if one if a transgender person sees representation in college sports
1: <laughs> how bizarre <laughs>
0: Oh my God, can't have that.
1: Yeah, that was the hurt, hurt the fragile psyche of the cisgendered straight white male. It's so fragile.
0: Straight white man. Oh my God. That was a good story to end on.
1: Yeah, even though it was serious, it it was a little more (laughs) lighthearted.
0: Yeah, no, Mr. Potato Head.
1: Yeah, really segue to do it and his veiny potato. (laughs) That's all I've got. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's, that's it for me. Remember folks, moral of the story is (laughs) ice
1: (laughs) presidents and the government and love each other transphobes. There we go. Yeah. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, research
0: it, find it, hate her. Just look it up. Just no, don't like her. If there's anything you can, any lesson you take where this don't like Marjorie Taylor, Marjorie Marjorie Taylor, Taylor. MPG. Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> oh, this is the
1: same senator. We're gonna end up talking about it. This is the same senator who just went on record saying that Jewish lasers, something about Jewish lasers.
0: Yeah, Jewish lasers. I don't remember what the Jewish lasers did. They something. I don't know. They probably identified as those Jewish. They tried to
1: as lasers ought to do. God, she's just so awful. Yeah, I guess the anti-Semitism was uh, failing in boosting, so transphobia was the obvious next route.
0: Yeah, didn't is she the one that basically made threatening videos or ads targeting her political opponents? Uh, like holding up guns, saying "I'm coming for you" or something. Well, she was the one who tweeted
1: during the Capitol riots that like Pelosi's location. Oh yeah, cool. So. God, how that's not an immediate treason sentence without even a hearing. I don't know, (laughs) like being in the midst of an attack on the Capitol and trying to tell them all to kill your political
0: opponents in the heat of the moment. That absolutely falls under the freaking amendment saying you're aiding an insurrection.
1: It's not even like. I don't even feel bad about saying that. Like, I'm I'm not even pro-government in that regard or like anything. Like you're, you're literally trying to cause the death of another human being who's in the same dire situation as you are. And that makes you a person, regardless of your feelings about Jewish lasers and and genderless potatoes. That's a good note to end on (laughs) that ends. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for today. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, at ADD News. And you can follow either of our hosts using the links in the bio